This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. It's time now for A Toast to You with the Sprayden Toastmasters Club. Welcome to A Toast to You, a program from Sprayden Toastmasters Club. Toastmasters is a program where we experience public speaking in a friendly learning environment, where we practice and learn communication and leadership skills. Welcome to another episode of A Toast to You from the Sprayden Toastmasters Club. Sprayden Toastmasters meet at the Barrington Bowling Club on the first and third Thursday of every month at 290 Barrington Street, 7.30pm. And thank you once again to Plains FM for giving us the opportunity to reach out to the public and talk about Toastmasters, public speaking and everything in between. And also giving the Sprayed and Toastmasters members a chance to step outside of our comfort zones and try new things, such as hosting a radio show. My name is Rob Neal and today I have the pleasure of introducing the two new hosts for a toast to you. But before I do, I thought it would be a good time to talk about my little journey through Plains FM over the last year and a half. Yesterday, I went back and listened to one of the early recordings that we had done before I listened to the latest recording just done recently. And I have to say, I'm quite proud of the difference between the two and how much more confident I seemed. Don't get me wrong, I know I'm far from perfect and not likely to get offered any radio DJ jobs in the near future. But having come from a fear of public speaking to looking forward to recording these shows is an achievement I am happy to boast about. I can still hear the hesitation in my voice when talking off the cuff without notes, but that is my personal challenge to work towards. Anyway, enough enough about me. Back to our new hosts. In the studio today I have Pip Young and Jamie Hobby. But first, some basic housekeeping rules. Rule number one of Toastmasters, a toast to you radio show. No, we're the waffle. (laughs) And the second rule of a toast to you radio show. Always talk about a toast to you radio show. So Pip and Jamie, welcome aboard the crazy train. Thanks for having us along. Thanks, Rob. Promise not to talk about the uh, lack of hail outside. (laughs) You broke the first rule. (laughs) So I'm going to ask you guys a couple of questions before you fully take over the show. I'll start with you, Pip. You've been Toastmasters for two and a half years now, is that right? Yeah, went about two and a half years. Two and a half years. Uh, What have you gained from Toastmasters over that time? Well, Rob, I just have to say that I am a living testament that Toastmasters helps with the ability to be able to stand up in front of a group. So I, I've thought about this question previously and, and I recall an incident about, oh, I suppose, two and a half, three years ago where I was asked to introduce a guest speaker at work. And on the day I turned up, I went to introduce him and the fear of actually speaking in front of a small group of colleagues was enough that I turned around and left. Uh, much to probably the organisers disgust as he would have had to carry on and introduce him. Um, but fast forward, 
Last night, I was able to facilitate a learning module at work in front of 20 people. So after two years of Toastmasters, I can say that I have progressed quite well. That's awesome. That's I'm always looking for stories of successes like that for, from Toastmasters outside of the Toastmasters Club. So I'd love to hear that. that that's that's awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. And you know, you've been on the committee as uh, club secretary for two years, and then now this year, I might be jumping the gun here. But you're uh, VP Education. Uh, how do you feel? Or what's what's or your thoughts on that role, or what are your plans? Yeah, so I actually um, I loved being a secretary, and uh, Jamie's uh, taken over the fountain pen of the secretary role. Still waiting for the fountain <laughs> pen. Oh, it's going to be inscribed. Um, and so I've moved on to a committee role as VP of Education. So it's one of the bigger roles and something that I'm really looking forward to embracing because I want to be able to celebrate the successes within the club just as people work through their pathways. And my role is really about helping people along the pathways and encouraging them to achieve their goals within that. Cool. And now over to Jamie. So I'll start with the same question. You've been in Toastmasters for six months? Or yeah, he's coming up 12 now. 12? Oh, yeah. okay, sorry. I wasn't paying attention to you being there. Yeah. Hiding <laughs> no, in the background. No offense, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> so what have you gained uh, your time at Toastmasters? Yeah, so I was thinking about this question and Pip was answering it, actually. Uh, you know, I don't think that there's been anything incredibly groundbreaking, but what I have noticed is some small progressive steps. So by going to the Toastmasters meetings regularly, you're starting to learn things and pick up on things, and you don't even realise that it's that it's happening. If you go every month or two, I don't think that you're going to kind of get the same level of change and, and momentum. But what I have found is that when you are in those situations when you might be giving a presentation or a speech, it could be like at a milestone event or, you know, all those those examples and Pip gave a couple, inside your mind, because you're conscious that you've been going to Toastmasters, I think you start to, uh, you know, just have a high level of confidence because you actually are practicing at Toastmasters every couple of weeks. But equally, I think inside your brain you're starting to just you know, trick yourself a little bit and go, you know, I, I can do this, I've been practicing this and I've been, you know, learning from, from other people and all those all those sorts of things. By comparison to, to not coming to Toastmasters at all, you don't really, like, you're not really doing anything about, you know, a gap or, you know, a weakness and, and that sort of thing. So, you know, plan to stick with Toastmasters for um, as long as I, as I possibly can. Awesome. You're quite a natural as well as probably the, the other thing. Thanks, <laughs> thanks. It might not feel that uh, deep, deep inside me though sometimes. And you're uh, in the committee, you're the new secretary. I was actually going to say to Pip that she was the best secretary ever. Now, <laughs> just remember that you're taking over your role. I wouldn't role. take any offence, it's only been a couple of weeks. <laughs> so hey, how, um, how are you looking forward to that role or stepping into Pip's shoes, so to speak. Yeah, well, uh, big shoes to fill, obviously. I'm still waiting on the fountain pen too. But I guess that, you know, being in the secret, uh, being in the committee itself was uh, was pretty cool. So, you know, uh, carving out a, a group of people within Toastmasters to, to lead that particular club was something that I was pretty humbled by being able to, you know, have the opportunity to, to do, to, you know, learn some skills, obviously, and also help help the club and lucky enough to do the secretary role when it 
when it came up and I guess I'm just keen to to do a little bit more in Toastmasters so that you know everyone talks about leadership skills and communication skills and, and you, you genuinely get those things from these types of opportunities you know hosting a radio show for example <laughs> or go, getting onto the committee and I'm just really keen to try and add some value to the club that I you know feel pretty 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 passionate about so if that's you know being secretary in the committee or, or something else then you know then so be it yeah I do have to point out that our committee meetings are not like standard committee meetings we are they lacking lacking beers <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say they're included yeah, yeah. well yeah they're just I don't know I've heard a lot of um people talk about how horrible the committee meetings are and ours are always fun I don't know I think it's testament to the to the club itself, to be honest, I'm not just saying that. I think that the fun and friendliness flows out of the club and into the committee meeting, which is which is quite natural. Yeah, and we're all pretty much on the same wavelength as well, so the decisions get made pretty easy. And then, uh, yeah, we have heaps of time to party afterwards. Everything gets seconded and, and, and moved, right? There's no uh, there's no troubles there. Yeah, no one wants to <laughs> argue or stand out. <laughs> yeah, uh, so I think. That, unless you guys have anything else you want me to ask you, but uh, I'm going to hand over the reins for for you two to take over the show. Oh, that's me up. Oh, I've got a question for you, Rob, but it's going to be sad to see you go, to be fair. Um, you and Dennis have both been awesome radio show hosts, and um, and, I, and I just actually, since you're in the studio, want to focus on some achievements, because you're a humble guy, and you kind of talked about your achievements, and and I just want to um, highlight some of those as we go forward. And I do have a list of them because there is a number of achievements that Rob has made over his mere three years in Toastmasters. The first being that he was on national TV. TV? Tell us about that. Yeah, that was for on the project. Not Shortland Street. <laughs> You'd never catch me on Shortland Street. <laughs> I've mentioned a few times on the show. My love for Shortland Street. Uh, they had a, a episode on fears. It went over the span of a month, and I, that was at a f- early on when I started. And I had a motto that I'd never say no to anything. And as I left the studio here, I think I got an email, and I'd have no idea how I got it about um, talking about fears on the project and so I replied saying yes I have a fear of public speaking and I've joined Toastmasters and very quickly I got another email back asking if I would go into the Christchurch studio and uh, talk about it mm-hmm. so I went in there and talked for about five minutes and about 15 seconds got put on the TV straight after Helen wow. Clark she actually spoke about fear of public speaking wow. so that's my claim to fame that is awesome. <laughs> brilliant no teleprompter no. no. Just off the cuff? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was actually. Uh, the guy that filmed it, he asked questions and I just uh, answered them. That's really yeah. cool. I had a bit of notes jotted down, but I actually ended up not using them. So, so from TV starting to local radio in the Plains <laughs> FM studio. So uh, Rob's been a, a host for A Toast to You for the past year with uh, Dennis. Um, and A Toast to You was an initiative of some previous Braden Toastmasters, as Rob kind of mentioned earlier, and it gives the people a chance to showcase their skills and confidence while marketing Toastmasters. Yeah, a big thing for me coming on here is not being embarrassed about what you're saying and 
being concerned about, oh, you know, am I going to sound good, bad, or whatever? I actually don't care. So everyone out there thinking, oh, he sounds horrible, I don't care. That being the authentic you. I do care. (laughs) (laughs) I cry at home. Oh, sounded so horrible. But no, I don't care. (laughs) Wow, you don't care so much that you also have a blog. Um, called The Travelling Toast, um, and this is where Rob goes around to different clubs around the city and writes up his experience of them, and you can find this on thetravellingtoast.com. This is Toastmasters clubs, right? Not like bowling <laughs> clubs and <laughs> bingo clubs. Drag queen bingo. <laughs> <laughs> Things you didn't know about Rob. <laughs> I can't say I've been to a drag queen bingo club. <laughs> if you run out of clubs, you've got, you've got some options. Uh, yeah, that was on the... So that, blog was part of my pathways course where when you sign up and you do your pathways and i've got a fair way through it um and yeah that i saw this one pop out as create a blog and it just uh appealed to me because i a didn't know what a blog was and uh, it had a bit of um background about with similarity to creating a website and that did interest me quite a lot so i set it up and decided to make it about traveling to all the different clubs and then just write a wee bit about the fear of going to those clubs, stepping through the door for the first time, which I thought was good because that's more similar to anyone wanting to come to, say, our club and the, those nerves that you have going in for the very first time because you don't know anybody, you don't know what you're going to expect and uh, how welcoming it will be. So, yeah, that was part of the blog and having a blast doing it and meeting heaps of different people and that's expanded um, my circle base I suppose just outside of our club uh, and it reset me for it because I've done speeches and there were a speech and table topic sessions at those other clubs so in front of I won't say complete strangers but I would always know one or two people from different places um, but yeah definitely put me more as like cl- closer to when I first joined that that nervous feeling and so do you find that going to other clubs allows you to sort of stretch yourself even further than maybe a club that you've built a lot of comfort in around the people that are in the audience and the location the familiarity so by moving to these other clubs you're actually constantly stretching yourself putting outside outside your comfort zone yes uh because with our club I know everyone and I know that if I was to, the worst thing for me would be to have a mind blank get up on stage and just completely forget what I was going to say and at our club that's never going to happen because I'm comfortable with everyone in the club and even if I did forget all my notes I would just make some rubbish up <laughs> for whatever length I meant to talk uh, at a different club with people that I'm not familiar with they probably don't know what I'm going to do even this is silly thinking because I know they want to support me in whatever I do that's the Toastmasters way but it, that, those nerves just come back and and then yeah just have to um, deep breaths and settle down and if conquer the nerves if you, the last month there was talk around the sandpit analogy and I guess in this example it's like going to a different sandpit right like the principle's still the same you can still experiment with things in, in a safe in a safe way but the like sandpit might be located somewhere else in this analogy yeah definitely uh, that's like a perfect uh, example that I'm stepping outside of 
the, the little comfort zone sandpit of our club and you yeah, speaking at other clubs and that's probably for me the natural progression before trying to put myself in a situation of doing a speech out to the greater public I have had that opportunity and I um, I wasn't yeah I didn't say no I just didn't reply because <laughs> I don't think I was ready for it but yeah yeah, I, I find it hard to believe that you, you you get nervous at all. So Rob is also a Division D winner of a humorous contest, so which is a massive achievement. And um, tell us a bit about that, Rob. Yeah, that was uh, the first contest I entered in for our club and wrote a humorous speech and just I think I got pretty lucky with it all coming together and uh, went on to yeah, do the area um, contest and then the division contest and that was probably the thing for me that gave me the most confidence knowing that I was beating people that I was sitting there watching thinking they were pretty good and then in that um, division one the uh, lady that I who got second Rebecca her speech was amazing and, and then kind of dawned on me that okay, oh, I must be not too bad. Because up to that point, I thought everyone was playing some horrible practical joke, <laughs> <laughs> pushing me through. And uh, yeah, it, it, so yeah, it's three levels of contest, isn't it? So you've gone through club, area, and division, yeah. and, and succeeded. <clears throat> yeah, and I, I was meant to go to the district contest, but the uh, lockdown um, put it onto Zoom, and I couldn't adapt my speech for Zoom, so I kind of pulled out. And Rebecca took my place and or took her rightful place and she got second in that so that was wow. pretty amazing you've definitely been on an epic sandpit tour haven't you <laughs> <laughs> he's also uh, facilitated some fantastic training at um, leadership weekends so the last one in Hamna was f- absolutely fabulous yeah you were there as well <laughs> so thank you for that yeah that was a uh, definitely again just pushing pushing myself uh, oh I've sp- spoke about that in the last radio show but it is always just pushing what I feel comfortable in I know um, the people higher up in Toastmasters have been pushing me to become an area director or a division director but I feel I'm not quite ready for that yet and when I do take on a role of that calibre I want to be able to give it uh, 100% yeah, so 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 Rob was also uh, at the helm of the Spaden Toastmasters Club last year as president, and he did a fantastic job of that as well. So you definitely did justice to that role. Um, and this year, oh sorry, this year you are the VP of membership. Uh, VP. Oh sorry, public oh, relations. Sorry, <laughs> Very new. The change changes in recent, right? Vice yeah. president, uh, vice president of public relations. Yeah, so it's pretty cool. Uh, I get to do all the. Marketing and uh, you're just trying to lure people into our club. Uh, it's a learning experience. I've already had a wee slap on the wrist for going above and beyond what I'm allowed to do and might upset the the Toastmasters brand police, I was told. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, very strict. You, you've like got it. to stop abducting potential members, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> It's because of your sense of humour, I think. It's kind of, it goes outside the boundaries. But just to um, build on that, I've got a question for you, Rob, around that. So 
as a immediate past president, as we as we call it, how have you found the transition, I guess, out of that role and into a new one where, of course, you can still add a lot of value, but you go from leading the club in the role of president to, you know, watching somebody else t- take on that role. You know, have, have you found that? Uh, not, yeah, that's been really good. Uh, Matt, that's taken on the president's role, he's quite new to those sort of roles as well. And when I was president... I was very new into the committee side of things uh, and probably felt I didn't have a full grasp on what a president should like know, all the knowledge basis. And then once that year was up, I actually felt confident to do that role again But and then found out that we're not allowed to do the role two years in a row, uh, which maybe I should have known. <laughs> so taking on uh, VP Public Relations... Now I feel like I can really get stuck in and I'm helping Matt transition to that role so I'm actually doing kind of a wee bit of that presidency role for him until he feels comfortable but that's what it's all about so we don't just drop anyone in the deep end and we're all there to help each other so I'm feeling really confident that our committee this year is going to be one of the strongest that we've had in whilst I've been on it. <laughs> uh, now I always say these things, and I thought I've probably just offended people <laughs> on, on previous on the, committees. On the flip <laughs> side, you've got you got half of the committee in this room, so it, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, you've, that's you've, where you're winning. You, yeah, you yeah. bounced it out well. Yeah, the other committees were just as awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just feel real strong because last year we got we got hit with the COVID and lockdowns and everything, and it really put a strain on the committee. And this year. I feel like we've got a good run and we'll do really well. Awesome. I've got a couple of questions for you, Rob. We've got a little bit of, little bit of time left. So you gave me the idea before when you were uh, answering one of Pip's questions. Do you remember your first day at Toastmasters? And I'd love you to just take a minute to just answer and you know this question. Tell us a little bit of a little bit about how you found your first day. You know what got you there, walking through the front door, how it felt, how you feel afterwards, and things like that. Yeah, I, <clears throat> excuse me. I can remember it averagely well. My memory's not the best. Not as good as your public speaking skills. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I walked into the club, nervous as, but the humiliation that I felt I'd suffered from a public speaking event that drove me to turn up was so great that nothing that could have happened in that club uh, walking through the door of the Toastmasters club would have been anywhere near the equivalent of freezing on a stage in front of about 200 people so yeah I was motivated to get in and oh my gosh what was that for that was the um Kashmir Technical Football Club that I, I was a coach for a team and no one told me I had to get up on stage and do a presentation at the end of the year. I thought it was just to our club, <laughs> to, oh, just to our oh, team, no. sorry. And, yeah, so that was pretty humiliating. And We're all a team of five million, right? <laughs> <laughs> Until you're on stage talking to them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then you're a team of one. Uh, yeah. So then uh, the VP membership of the time was Christine Early, and she's an absolutely amazing person and just... Agreed. Yeah, couldn't have felt more welcome to anything in my life. Just and yeah, next thing I know, I think I was standing up at a table topic session, just introducing myself. Didn't do the table topics as such, but just.
just used the um, two minutes to talk about why I was there and yeah, never looked back. Awesome. I think, you know, people that come to Toastmasters and gyms and things like that will say that the hardest part, of course, is getting there in the first place. And then, you know, once you've overcome that part, then the rest is a little bit easier. Maybe, you know, 50% of the effort is actually getting in the getting in the door. I think that's why it's, it's nice to, to talk about that. The next question that I have for you, Rob, is, you know, what's the ideal or the dream with this stuff? So we've heard a bit about you and the the journey and the trajectory and there's no doubt that lots of ground has been taken if you were to look back on your life what is the absolute dream scenario ideal scenario in this in this leadership and public speaking space for me personally I've always kind of thought uh, since I started Toastmasters that I'd like to get on a committee for something through work uh, whether it be the electrical wiring board I'm I'm an electrician, so it'll be generally electrically um, orientated, or even get on to the um, committee of master electricians. I have been procrastinating. I'm probably perfectly capable of doing uh, the master electricians one um, if they would want me as part of it, which I'm sure they would. Um, but yeah, I've been procrastinating. I think part of that is because I'm having so much fun in Toastmasters that to then put it in that all that learning into a serious application might um, be a bit of a downer after having yeah, just so much fun so I will do something eventually but at the moment I'm just quite happy um, improving my skills still I've still got a lot to learn and a long way to go and I'll probably get a phone call tomorrow <laughs> I won't answer it <laughs> <laughs> no one knows it cool nice one so that's probably enough questions for Rob for uh, for now. Maybe one day we'll have you back as a as a as a guest if um if you'll if you'll allow it. I'll ask you some more questions. Just a bit of a teaser for next month as we will Pip and I will look to introduce some of the sessions that we've been talking about. So possibly table topics and we do something called Word of the Day that I know Pip's really keen to uh, introduce into these into these uh, shows. So um, something to look forward to. Yeah, and uh, just remember that Sprayed and Toastmasters is the first and third Thursday of every month, and we start at 7.30pm, generally goes to roughly 9 at the Barrington Bowling Club, 290 Barrington Street. And thank you, guys. See you.